0: Play, Toilet. Here we go! Here it comes. Yeah, we talk games. Full of bullshit and energy. Our focus always rambles up to But we
1: keep the format anyway. T.T. Schmook is the robot sexpot. Stinky stinks so bad he smells and we read
0: you Even Mario's Hotel Come on, characters Nobody likes you to. Let desire fuel your confidence Are you, Are ready, you ready for our big play? Come on, we
1: talk it to! <laughs> Got one bad cable from this so it's fucking me up the anus hole It is? What? What? My
0: mute. No, no, no. what? Oh. Okay.
1: What's going on? Hey, hey, hey. How many wanna play? What do you mean? Push one, two, or three. This is weird. I I can hear my voice. Push one, two, or three. Okay. Uh, uh, push. Two, two, three. Okay, baby. Go. Go where? Who's out there? I am. I what? hear something in my head. God? <laughs> God, is that you? Yes. Stop being a dick all the time. What's going on here? We talk games arcade weekly. Really? Who am I? Where am I? Kiss my lips. That is weird. Uh, indeed who's that i'm milton i'm milton i'm not the only one uh, <laughs> who lost on the show right like what are we doing i don't know i have amnesia you have amnesia how do you remember to hit the buttons i remember some things like hitting buttons <laughs> but other things like who i am and what's going on i don't know oh okay it's weird who's out there uh, who am i you're wiggly. Okay. Who's playing? I'm Kyle Von Kubik.
0: Ridiculous. <laughs>
1: this is ridiculous. Yeah. I agree with Milton. So what happens? <laughs> Milton's what happens actually next? a very good addition to the show. The stinky put him in during Sportuary. <laughs> Today we're gonna play Monster Molers, 1993, put out by Konami. Okay. I'll play along. No, no, you should have played it already. I've been playing this for the past four months, and now I have amnesia, and uh, I don't remember it. That's what's see, the weird. Let's see thing. if we can find
2: a mule to kick you in the head, like a Flintstones episode. You know, I got to get a new mule.
0: Ridiculous.
2: Well, I'm sorry, you're not a fan of kids in the hall, <laughs> Milton.
0: This <Kiss> my
1: toilet. <laughs> Great addition to the show. Better than me today, what with my amnesia and all. First of all, we don't play a lot of one-on-one punch and and kick mutton mashers. Did you wear your muttons? This is a half fighter, half brawler. You really think it's...
2: It is at the end, like the the final stage, it gets a little brawlery, but I would say nine-tenths of the game is a one-on-one fighter. Mm, I agree with you horizontal one-on-one fighter for most of its uh, playthrough until the very end where you actually do get into these brawler type situations. Me too. How many people can play? Two-player game, three- playable characters and all play very well which is pretty uncommon i mean even with some of the top shelf fighters of its era of the same vintage Mm -hmm. maybe there was a five six eight characters you could pick from in a fighter game but you'd only play maybe two or three of those characters because of your personal preferences or things like this but even with like street fighter uh which came out in 1991 Okay. Street Fighter 2? We'll go with that. Most people stuck with Ken or Ryu. Not many people played as Vago or Zangief. They were they were difficult characters to control. In this game, there's three characters. There's Eagle and... and um, Bigfoot? Uh, Kotetsu. And they all play differently from one another, but they all play really well. I enjoyed this game so much that I actually went through it twice. With, I went
1: through it a couple times. See, I played the entire game as Anne, and then I went back and played it again as Eagle. Uh-huh. If we could jump ahead a little bit to the the one slug, I made it all the way up to the end and only got killed by some of the cheap robots. With yes. Anne. Yes. And I found that Anne could kick pretty much everybody's ass. I had trouble with the rest of them. I, I would get up to uh, Balrog. Mm-hmm. And it was Balrog Zangief, and then Zangief is M. M- Bison. M. Bison, right, then, who's Vega. Yeah. <laughs> so that would happen, and then... You me on. Oh, with my Vega Balrog talk? But then I played the other dudes, I couldn't get very far, and then I played Ann again, and it seems to be the luck of the draw as far as how do monsters act towards you. Let's talk about the game real yeah, quick. let's so do that. there's
2: these three protagonists, there's Kit... Tetsu, <laughs> why don't you pick up the it'll slack be, with these Japanese names?
1: It'll be different every because I don't remember their names. I have amnesia. Okay, great. I have amnesia uh, on an the name.
2: And they're a part of this ultimate task force, and they're fighting these monsters that have uh, been dispersed around the globe by a uh, group of airship pirates known as <laughs> the Happy Droppers. <laughs> And so their monsters are terrorizing the world, and you go to each continent defeating these monsters until uh, they're all defeated, and then you get to go aboard this airship and fight these
1: three air pirates. Well, you're fighting for justice and freedom. Yes, as it tells you at the beginning of the game. But is it a god, a devil, a shadow, lurks in (laughs) a shrine? I'm going to take Bruce Valanche for the block. I'm going off the board, Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) Potluck.
2: Yeah, it is ridiculous. This is is really unfortunate. There's so many fucking distractions. And really, this is a great game. It starts out, you get to choose where you want to go. So you you select one of the three playable characters, and then it shows you a map of the world, and you can go to different continents to fight different types of monsters. I started with the... um, The Fungus Monster. And so what I noticed is on the second playthrough, I started with the Brain Monster known as Brainy. (laughs) Uh, He's known as Brain Golem in Japan. And he was a lot easier when I picked him first than when I picked Fungus first and played him second. So, so does went, that make sense? So yeah. it's all the, the, uh, the difficulty is scaled as far as who you pick first, and then they gradually increase the difficulty for each monster that comes next. The thing is, after your first initial choice, the game takes over and makes the rest of the choices for you, where it puts you.
1: And that's where the rub is as far as how far I was able to get. I mm. would pick my first boss. You're fighting a piñata. You're talking, the talking about the
2: spider wart. That's it. Yeah, it hangs down from the jungles of Brazil. Yeah, and it launches monsters from invaders from Mars at you. It looks like you're fighting a, a uvula. <laughs> it does. Yeah, some George O'Keefe happening in the center of that thing. Wait a minute, <laughs> I said a uvula. Oh, thing. I know. But when the uvula, uvula I didn't say Volva It turns into a Volva.
1: Okay, <laughs> and a Volvo comes out. Volvo, of it. yeah, Might as well. A
2: Volkswagen Rabbit. No, that's not in this game. Are you familiar with Invaders from Mars, the canon film?
1: Yes. Do you remember the
2: monsters in that? They were like these. Remember Baraduke? I remember the, Baraduke all the time. scary Pac-Man that would come out and <laughs> yeah. launch at you. Yeah. Um, the monsters kind of look like that with legs and no eyes. So that is where I lost my one slug. Okay. So I had no problem defeating the fungus monster. And then I fought the uh, spider wart. And that's where I died because it, that uh, villain and a couple other villains required you to jump and attack a lot. But that's why I liked And because one of her attacks was to jump up and kick, but you would stay midair and actually could get three kicks off in a clip. She was the best choice for that monster, but that is where I did lose my first credit.
1: Okay. So
2: So second stage. So that's our one slug. (laughs) Yeah, that's my one slug.
1: Do we have any making mechanics beside uh, Street Fighter? Because it's quite different than Street Fighter.
2: It totally is different from Street Fighter, but, you know, Street Fighter... uh, Well, not even Street Fighter, but Street Fighter 2 got the ball rolling Mm -hmm. with... just raising the bar for fighting games as well as brawlers. And this game seems like it was an amalgamation of both, where it's not like a super deep fighter, but the characters are deep. Like, the characters have really good movesets. I didn't even realize. I was playing as Anne... Through the entire game, I get to the final stage and I'm like, oh, I can throw a fireball? I had no idea I could do that. (laughs) Did a little bit of research and I realized that every character has a a pretty deep moveset. But the game Mm -hmm. itself feels more like a brawler, even though most of the time you're one-on-one. Most of the stages, it's you versus the big baddie in that region and then sometimes it's you versus a mini boss and then the big baddie right so we talked about brainy or the brain golem which is in kenya <laughs> when you uh descend onto that region looks nothing like kenya it looks like you're inside mother brain but when you defeat the bosses, you see all that stuff melt away and then you can see kenya in the background beautiful artwork by the way we'll talk about that in a little bit hmm In that stage, you think you're fighting the big baddie, or at least I did, because the last time when I fought the fungus dude, that was it. Like, I played him first. I defeated him. I'm like, oh, great. I'm on to the next level. I really quickly beat this brain monster thing. I'm like, wow, that was easy and quick. But no, that was a mini boss. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you got to fight the little junior guy beforehand. And in that stage, it was really funny because uh, some of the bad guys also have little minions. Like we talked about, with the Spider Ward has mm-hmm. those chompy monsters. In this stage, there were sperm attacking you, <laughs> yeah. so it was cool that you could punch sperm in their face. It's nice. Uh, I, I just there was really cool choices, and I think you'll agree. Like there was some really interesting creature horror with this game. Yeah, because it's monsters. It's monsters, but it was handled really well as far as making mechanics are concerned. The game that it <laughs> was most similar. To for me that we played mm-hmm. would have to be Death Braid aka <laughs> Mutant Fighter yes it is only it's good oh. Mutant Fighter 1992 by Data East it's amazing what a year and a better <laughs> developer can do
0: garbage
2: yes Mutant Fighter is garbage
1: Thank you, drink your eyes drink your eyes <laughs> Milton has amnesia as well
2: his insults are very creative
1: yeah
0: Flush your eyes. <laughs> Kiss my toilet.
2: <laughs> Hashtag more Milton. <laughs> you want to run
1: through the bosses real quick? First, let me, let, let me say, I suck today because <laughs> of my amnesia. But second, let me say, I keep mentioning that this is a one-on-one punch and kick, but what I mean mm-hmm. is a one-on-computer punch and kick. Most of the levels are set up like just bosses, find the end boss. Mm-hmm. So it's more like the one-on-one gimmick. But as if you, you have a
2: second player, yeah, it's two on one.
1: Right, it's two on one. It's not you But it versus... ramps the difficulty up. Uh huh. You know, it reminds me of, like Tabal number two, where you or actually Tabal number one, which had a suckier uh, dungeon crawler. We, you know, you fight a couple people and you do. a Tekken had that too. What well, story mode? Fight a couple people, then fight guy. Gushin yeah,
2: Cabal. I remember that. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Boom, 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 and over the shoulder, right? Boulder, duck holder, and roll. Like my yeah. great Cabal. granny had. We're talking but about the same game
1: right now, right? Cabals.
2: Cabals in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's run through, is it God or a devil in the shadow and things like this. So basically, it's this beautiful, gorgeous, fucking giant, Spritey yeah. um, Yeah. I can't praise this game enough for how much fun it is. Like I said, I, I played it over the past three months since we initially had it on the run sheet. Yeah, I and pitched it to you just one evening. Yeah. And we bumped something. Yeah, we threw something
2: out right in the trash. (laughs) Right in the trash that game went. And uh, we decided we wanted to talk about this game. We both instantly loved it. It's got just cool creature horror, and it's done really well. And there's just some interesting choices. And, you know, I don't love every boss. Like the spider wart we've discussed, it was kind of frustrating. But everything felt fair up until a certain point in the game. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was being taken for my money. It never felt cheap. Until the end. Until we'll the end. We, yeah, oh, yeah, but uh, the, going the back robots. to the one-on-one fighter, I agree. If it is a one-on-one fighter most of the time, the reason why I say it's like a half and half, where it's a brawler, is because it's not a versus fighter. If you can't fight player number two, it's not exactly a fighting
1: game. But then again, in in Fighting Street, you only fought Ken. You're right. You know, one, yeah. once when he would put a quarter in, and all the rest of the time you're fighting the uh, computer-controlled gimmicks. Right. Well, it was, there was a lot of fighters before this, like Karate Champ. Mm-hmm. You know, Karate Champ, a lot of people forget about that. You could play against a computer or you could play against a second player. If you ever get a chance to play Karate Champ, don't bite a lead pipe and jump off the roof. You <laughs> oh, can actually gosh. get good at it. It takes a lot of time. Yeah, For how plotting and feeling like you have to push a boulder up a hill to move your guy, Yeah, it's actually, you know, not. Bad. There's a lot of good mechanics put into it, and you you talk about Shenboogan all the time, the, the sword fighting for the PlayStation One. What was mm-hmm. that called? I Square. Oh, Bushido. Uh, is it Bushido? Bushido blade? blade. Is it that? Okay, so you no you, no. Is it? Yeah, not. it is. Bushido yeah, blade.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I first think person. that was a camera angle choice. I'm gonna go with. <laughs> no, it was always you,
1: first person. I thought
2: it's either a camera choice or when you hook up two televisions and two mm-hmm. PlayStations mm-hmm. and you Which both I did. have a disc. Yeah. Then it's first person. I can't okay. remember. Yeah. And nobody's going to go back to play that game because <laughs> I like remember shit. trying it five years ago, and I'm like, I can't I can't do it. Yeah. It doesn't look like anything.
1: No, it looks like a bunch of brown. You see three
2: around. brown polygons move toward three other brown polygons.
1: <laughs> Indeed. But it's sort of like that. You know, you can get one hit knockout in Karate mm-hmm. Champ. And then yes. we had a lot of other... Types I talk about Gladiator all the time. The Happy Trojan was Gladiator. Mm -hmm. Gladiator, yeah. Yeah. But that one has a lot more walking around and bats and other shit. And then your armor pops off. And Mm -hmm. are there any nudities happening in this one? I don't think so. Not that I saw. Yeah, or not even close to nude. But Anne is pretty good looking. Yeah, she's got
2: the bounce. But here's what I'll say about the artwork. I love everything about this game. I love the color palette choices. I love the effects. The choice for, you know, we've described it in the past where you have multiple segments of a sprite to have that really fluid snake-like motion with like either a tentacle or a neck. I don't know what you would call that, but that's in this game. Some good blood splooshing. The faces of the characters when they're in the game fighting look like bad TG-16 box art. And I don't know why. Because there was a lot of effort put into this game with yeah. the backgrounds, the characters, but their faces look way out of place. It looks like fan art for this game. Oh. Doesn't it, though? <laughs> They're little avatars at the top of the screen. They just look off. The main oh, screen, yeah. when you select your character for the first time, yeah. they look very fleshed out and good. Like, Anne looked good. She she had that bounce. Yeah, And I was like, I'm playing as Anne. I want to see that bounce some more. And yeah. you do. But her face was a little busted
1: yeah, she's got in a, the game. She's got a, a massive underbite. She looks like she's... Yeah, she, she, can... she looks like your chin's missing. Or something. It's just real weird. <laughs> she looks like one of the construction vehicles from Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Is that his name, Thomas the Tank? Train. (laughs) Tank train. You got it. I don't know. He's a tank. Speaking of characters. Yeah. You already said the dudes, but let's describe them. All right. You got... Ah, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Kikibuku. Yeah. Yeah. He a, uh, he's just like a standard fighter brawler. And he's got his tits uh, uh, hanging out, so that's he's, why it's yeah, called Kotitsu. He's got a banana
2: hammock going on and a thong in the back. Pretty oh, straightforward uh, and balanced, but I it, enjoyed him because he has some sort of, um, I, I want to say like a Dal-Sim move moveset. He doesn't have stretchy arms, but you know when Dalsim would launch himself across the screen? I do know that. He does that as well, and he's got a little, little bit of flame around him, like he's a comet shooting across the screen, so it's pretty cool. I And again, I played as all three characters. I like all three characters. The character of choice for me would be Anne, yeah. but all three characters are worth playing. It's not like they all play the same or there's one good character and the rest suck. All three of these characters are good, and I think this game is worth two, if not three, playthroughs now, with one you, of the three characters.
1: Now, is Yoshimitsu the guy with the green hair? Uh, you're thinking of Eagle. The spiky oh, hair yeah. and the sunglasses? Okay, okay That's then Eagle. Then I, then I did get Titsu right. He's the He's guy the with the with furry a, cunt crotch (laughs) and the football he has a football in his hand doesn't he yeah I don't remember that (laughs) you're really winning over Milton (laughs) Milton write a review on iTunes for us
2: flush my lips (laughs) (laughs) Milton Uh, zero stars
1: yeah Uh,
2: alright so that was Kittetsu (laughs) So uh, Anne is a, um, she's a martial artist from England, evidently. I don't see that, but whatever. She kind of plays a lot like Cammy from later yeah, Street Fighter yeah. games. There's a lot of kicks happening. And going back to Mutant Fighter, again, this is a much better game than Mutant Fighter. But what you did in Mutant Fighter were those suplexes and those wrestling moves and and each one of these characters has a different set of moves that are like a pile driver and a suplex and a karana. Yeah. I found it very intuitive, and I'm not really great at fighting games. There's a few fighting games I'm decent at, but most of them I'm complete trash at. This game I picked up relatively quickly. Now, if I had to play another human player who was more apt or, or had a bigger skill set in the game, I'd probably have my ass handed to me, but I could forge my way through this game and I didn't get frustrated and I never felt like I was uh, taken advantage of or the game was cheap, like I said. I feel that this game has a nice incline of difficulty to a certain point, And each one of these characters are more than capable of getting you through the game. The last character of the three is eagle and he is a pro wrestler who hails from america and he looks like a knockoff character from a dragon ball z game he's got the big spiky hair he's got these shades and he's got this armor on like uh think road warriors except no spikes on the shoulders actually it. you know he reminds me of his jake from was that night slashers Nice slashers. Nice flashes.
1: He's got the championship belt on, too. It's good yes. to wear that around when you fight. Everybody's really dressed for fighting monsters, especially <laughs> Anne with her bikini top. <laughs> Jesus.
0: There's no restrictions. That's how she fights people. <laughs>
1: what a bikini. That's a distraction, I guess, for the eyeball. Yeah.
2: <laughs> So the monsters that you uh, defeat along the way, uh, depending on who you select first, there's a blue-slash-red dragon
1: that you fight in Norway. Can I mention a blue-slash-red dragon? Please talk about it. He's just a head that comes up, and then he blows fire at you. or He shoots eyeball beams or something like that. But he would be a pretty difficult boss, except with Anne. I thought he was going to bite me and kill me, and I'm jumping up and doing the kicks, but all Mm -hmm. of a sudden... I think he's winning. And here I give the dragon a Hurricane Rana. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. smashing, I'm grabbing him somewhere on his head and yeah. smashing his face into the ground. So that's why I just totally kicked both of the stages of that dragon's ass. What Did, is you, it? Did you uh, say white and blue? Is that what it was? It, well, see, here's the thing.
2: I thought, and in my notes it says, just red and blue. Oh, okay. Uh, when I was doing research, evidently there's three forms for the dragon, but I never saw the uh, white dragon. Okay. Um, so red is fire, white is ice, and blue is lightning. Right. I only saw blue and red. I don't know, because I was playing the European rom Uh, so i don't know if one was cut or if just i kicked his ass handily mm -hmm. it it was not difficult at all and i did play him i think fourth or fifth so he should have been a little more difficult at that point but Mm -hmm. really cool effects in that stage he's you're in like a cavern and um he's splashing in and out of the water so he's all he's all neck and head (laughs) it's funny to say Uh, but he is. He's just a giant neck and a head. And that's where I was talking about, where uh, he's broken up into different segments. So he has a very fluid serpent snake-like motion with his head. And there's interesting su- surprises. I don't know if you had this happen, but I broke off his horns.
1: It's very hard to remember with my amnesia.
2: Okay, well, to jump ahead, <laughs> but there I do are know that- two endings in this game. And it's debated about online as far as how you make this happen. But there's a good and bad ending. I got the good ending. It's believed to be like the prerequisite to get the good ending is you have to do visible damage to the enemies. Okay. So the first one that I noticed I did visible damage to was the dragon. I broke his horns off, and there was like a little bit of blood on the ends of the horns. Uh-huh. The next villain that I played against to see that visible damage was the centaur. I kicked off his face. He has a an armor plate over his face, and I kicked it off, and then it was just sort of like a bloody mess. It's believed that if you do that to three or more of the monsters that you fight during your playthrough, uh-huh. you get the good ending. So that that's the dragon. Depending on your ROM or... How the game feels like playing there's three variants of the dragon he'll dunk into the water and
1: pop back out as a new color
2: it's not big differences it's more visual Reminded me of the dragon
1: that come up in in a, in, in like a, a, a the Wii version of a, of a of a Zelda oh yeah I can see that yeah in the, except this is a pixel version of it
2: right the other monsters going through the list of uh, yes. the fungus also known as slime in Japan where you you fight him in Bermuda Bahama come on pretty mama.
1: Parrot heads on the, we talk games all time. Yeah, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> I, are you a parrothead? I don't think anybody is, but yet it still comes up. I know of Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. I don't dislike Jimmy Buffett. You got your cheeseburger in paradise
2: and all that. Yeah, I stepped on a pop top. Did you? No, but that's in the song. Oh. Uh, anyway, so Fungus is just a slime monster. You punch him in the face, he breaks apart. There's nothing really interesting about that boss battle. At least Ugh. I didn't notice, right? I hate him. He had a lot of
1: minions, and he made him a one. And he's a blob, and every time that he turns into a blob, just try to get out of the way, because he'll go under your feet and then give you one of those hadoukens, yeah. and uh, yikes. So that one I didn't care for as much.
2: I don't remember that, but I also picked him first in that one playthrough that I remember the most
1: about. Are we talking about the guy that turns into a puddle of piss? Yeah. Okay, good. And he has yeah. two forms. One is his regular Puddle of Piss, and he turns yep. into this other Puddle of Piss that can turn into a, the new Shmoo spike ball. What Shmoo? The Shmoo. The new Shmoo show with uh, with Fred and Barney as cops. I think I was in my dad's ball sack when that show came out. <laughs> yeah, Fred and Barney, you know, from uh-huh. the Stone Age, they're yeah. police officers instead. Okay. Yeah, Wait, and what? The new I Shmoo, re- Yeah,
2: I don't remember this spinoff. Okay. Uh, well, Did he wish for this with the Great Kazoo?
1: <laughs> no. And they're cops, and then the new Shmoo is in the Stone Age. With I don't know how he's new then. You know, Shmoo, <laughs> you saw Shmoo's, but they were not called the Shmoo. Shmoo <laughs> came from uh, the Little Abner comic, I think that was it? Little Abner, okay. something like that. Which is weird that he, that the Shmoo was just this blob with a mustache. Hold it's on, hold weird. on, I'm being yeah. handed a note. okay. 100% game talk, no filler. <laughs> well, this is game talk, because uh, this guy turns into Shmoo. Okay. And so the Shmoo can, like, you've seen him, they called him Blob and Blunk or something on the... Uh, Wait, was that that thing? It wasn't Gleep or Gloop yeah, from the like Herculoids? And, yeah. But
2: he had, like, uh, googly eyes, and then he had Scruff on his chin yeah, it's or
1: something? Yeah, mustache, I guess. Uh, that's oh, I shit, I was. do remember this thing. Yeah. yeah, and Gleep and Gloop from the, the Herculoids, you know, completely ripped it off. But it was Tribute, I think. So that's what he reminded me of. and But he can gotcha. turn into a big spike ball. And plastic man used to do that, too, when he was cool.
2: I See, I picked him first. And I, maybe I didn't see all the forms, because I kicked his ass, like, okay. quickly. Yeah, um, you're lucky. Uh, you also fight a centaur, as I talked about. He has armor, and you can kick off his face. He is terrorizing Iraq. Probably should have just left him there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> his sword's a pain in the ass. Whips back and forth. It boomerangs around the screen. Yeah. And, He can hit you pretty much from anywhere. Don't jump. I was playing as Anne, and her biggest strength is the jumping kicks. When you jump and try to kick him in the face, uh, what would you describe it with a horse? Gets up on its haunches. Yeah, he... (laughs) Yeah. He whinnies, so you know he's half horse. right? But he pulls back up, and he pretty much is a wall. Yeah. On the screen, you can't yeah. get past. And any t- time you jump and go to kick him in the face, he launches back up and he just bats you back down. You have to hit him low. And then if you're lucky enough to daze him and get behind him, then you can do some grapple moves and do some damage. He actually is uh, g- gave me a run for my money. He was a little difficult. I think I had to put in another credit while fighting him.
1: As far as his character, I don't like how he's drawn. Oh, I really? I think he's the weakest part of the program where you would think, retrospectively i think he's a
2: little bland sure when i kicked off his mask and it was just like a bloody version of what was already there yeah they could have made it a little more
1: interesting let's talk sure. about the guy no, no there's two two big monsters in here <coughs> two right. big monsters i want to talk about one mm-hmm. would be my evil knievel his eyeball popped out of his head that is the worst evil knievel i've ever done <laughs> <laughs> but it's when evil knievel jumped the shark Mm-hmm. If Fonzie jumped the shark with the ski boat. Evil Can Evil jumped the shark indoors, a shark tank. I'll never let that sh- footage be shown. Well, you could see it on YouTube if you do a search for it. <laughs> and uh, I rolled my bike down. I lost control of the bike. The bike hit the cameraman. Mm-hmm. His eye popped out of his head. Once again, evil changing into other people. I don't know what's happening. It's my amnesia. But that's the <laughs> that's the take home. His eyeball popped out of his head, which it probably didn't. But mm. that's what evil said. Right. So let's talk about Brainy okay. and what happens when you defeat him. I'll tell you, his eyeball pops <laughs> out of his head. <laughs> I
2: was going to say, I think you spoiled that.
1: <laughs> his brain in a shrimp's body that floats around and turns into a ball. Yeah, but before you, def- you even get up to <laughs> Brainy, you
2: have to fight Serpent. Yeah. Which is like, it's just organs flying around the screen. And this is one of the sub-bosses we were talking about, the Mm -hmm. mini-bosses. This level has one. You defeat it relatively easily, and then you go up to Brainy. And yes, Brainy splooshes and gooshes when he dies, and he leaves his eyeball on the stage. Uh, Missed opportunity. I thought it'd be cute if it blinked.
1: Like, at the very end. Yeah. Winked at you, and then his eyeball popped out. Call his eyes. Yeah, you do call his eyes. (laughs)
2: <laughs> cool stage again when i first got into that stage i was a little confused because i'm like how is this kenya it yeah. looks like i'm inside, inside some sort of uh, organic alien uh, mm-hmm. presence mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. then the big reveal is it, it's um, some sort of like akira happening where it's just this gross organic biological thing taking over the area and Ima- you're inside of it trying to defeat
1: it imagine yourself inside alien crush for the turbo graphics Oh, yeah. That's yeah, it. No, that's a good pull. I like it. Oh, yeah. The other boss, which was my clue last week, was, first, I'm going to break your neck, and then I'm going to break your nose. That's the one guy I did kick his nose off, which is the Gosh. Easter Island head with, <laughs> with a, a jacked up top torso. I guess that they didn't realize that the Easter Island heads actually have full bodies.
2: You but, know what? I, at the time of this game being published, mm, I don't think
1: that was known. Yeah. Might not have dug them out all the way. Yeah, I but, think we only you know realized that if maybe a decade ago. But in here, he has the steroid rock a torso. <laughs> he's all head. <laughs> yeah, he's all head with some arms.
2: Yeah, and a so nose runs back and forth. And again, th- this stage has a mini boss, uh, the spider wart, which is the thing we were describing earlier. Mm-hmm. Hangs from the trees, swings back and forth, opens up, exposes itself. For me, at least, it was difficult to defeat, and that's where I. Uh, I lost my first credit.
1: It is so um, cool when you give this guy a suplex because they strain once and then they're finally able to get him over. And I was like, oh, Mo- no, I oh, can't. Malawi. Mo- yeah. Right? I was that's like, oh, no, I can't so- pick him up. I can't pick him up. And then yeah. all of a sudden, boom. And it's so
2: satisfying. It totally is. I thought because I was playing as Anne, she wasn't going to be able Like, it yep. tricked me. Yep. You know, and that's the thing about this game. It has a n- nice variety of surprises along the way. The show's picking up. It started out a little flat. I think it's getting a little
1: more excitement now. I'm not going to blame Milton or the amnesia <laughs> angle. But yeah, I had amnesia. And Milton came along. So who who had to take over the show? That's all I'm saying right there. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> all right. So anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, like, like I was saying, there's a lot of cool surprises along the way. And I didn't even realize the depth of of the move set with the characters mm-hmm. until the final stage. And let's get into the final stage. This is where the game decides. Wait, wait, f-
1: we, we forgot Balrog. Is he a demon or a god? Oh, I'm a- sorry, yes. <clears throat> we forgot or some, Diablo. Or some type of cheap-ass motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I could not wait to be able to kick if I could get close enough to kick him.
2: See, he started to kick my ass, and then I learned his pattern. He's a Akuma. He's a Japanese demon. But he he does, like,
1: several of the Street Fighter 2 characters' moves.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, he does the big fireball, and Mm -hmm. he actually charges up an even bigger fireball, and that's where you strike. He also spins around. He does, like, the uh, Chun-Li hurricane. I guess Ken and Ryu can do that as well. Anyway, he did start to kick my ass early on. I got used to him. I got used to his patterns, and I was navigating them pretty well. And that's why I'm saying, like, even when the game was difficult, I felt it was fair. Mm. So when uh, Diablo well, was I charging it, up his fireball, I would jump behind him and just fucking toss him on his ass.
1: Here it depends on the luck of the draw, who you get second. When I got him second, I was able to defeat him. When mm. I got him later in the game, right. I, I could barely get next to him. Every time I would get close to him or move away from him or do anything, he'd do one of his special moves. Yeah. So i get in close, he'd spin around. i get far away, he'd fireball me. I jump up, he do something where he's flying across the screen.
2: I wonder what the path is. Like, do you remember who the first monster you picked was?
1: I picked the one where you get the ball sack. Oh, okay.
2: So you went after Malawi first.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I really need our listeners to donate so they can send me back to Hawaii (laughs) so I can learn how to pronounce that name. Yeah. Please send your cash to me. Care of me. Yeah depending on who you pick first depends on the difficulty of the next boss you fight. And I think that's cool. I think that's fair. And I like the decision that you have the choice to pick who you want to go after mm-hmm. first. I do believe no matter who you pick as your character, it always starts you on Brainy first. You mean like it, like the, on the, the map, it over. selects yeah. Brainy first right, right. for you. But you can move
1: around and right. pick whoever you
2: want. Hey. hey! Oh, shit. No. Stinky, no. What's
1: what stink? I heard you say about sending cash in. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talk games is going broke and we're going to go off the air. Oh, the bank's canceling our mortgage because there are a couple payments behind. Oh, okay. Well, what's your plan? I, I thought we'd we'd have a breakdancing contest. <laughs> oh, yeah, have a de- either that or a battle of the bands. That works for Tower Records. It's a good idea, stink. Okay, get the fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> oh, bitch. So and then
1: he you feed the, the the devil. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, after you defeat the devil
2: and all the other monsters across the globe, you jump aboard an airship. And that's when the game feels a little bit more like a brawler, because you are punching your way through this level to fight uh, three, yes, three final bosses.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm
2: you fighting their baddies and there's some robots and that's when things start to get very cheap and the game starts to take you for your money because there's cannons constantly shooting at you. And Although more, it was pretty oh. funny in the very beginning of the stage, you're standing aboard some other airship uh, trying to dock with the pirate airship, and they shoot these gigantic missiles at you. And the first thing I did was grab one and
1: suplex it. Yeah, it's awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of awesome happening in this game. Yes. Oh, and I, oh,
2: I, I want to just comment real quick. The music is very good. Uh, I like the sound effects. I like the voice sampling that they did with, the, you know, that yeah, type of noise. Yeah. It all really worked, and I don't want to forget to talk about the the sound in the game and the music in the game because it really does, it helps thread the fabric together with this game. It, it's really a very complete game. I have very few criticisms of it, and some of the more impressive things do happen in this level. So you're going through these baddies, and you're fighting, and you're like, Oh, what is this now? I, I, first it was 101. Now I'm going through all this crap. Mm-hmm. Well, you do get up to the different bosses, and the first one you fight is called Ducker. I have no idea why it's called duck, Ducker, but it's a mech suit piloted by this little guy called Mr. Chin, and he's a mad scientist, uh, a part of this group. The Happy Droppers. I had no idea they were called the Happy Droppers. <laughs> I, I I didn't know until the side of the ship had Happy Droppers painted across it, and just it struck me funny. This mech suit is super impressive. It's a very complex sprite. Remember Battletoads? Where you'd fight those little walking robots and then you'd grab their legs. It's like that, only bigger. This
1: is a whole robot stage. Yes, everything's for, robotic. This is for the some, robotic menaces. Some, re- some reason has, like, a Victorian palace uh, near the control center in the engine room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Kind
1: of weird, yeah. But this um, is a spaceship. You know, you're on this flying ship, and it's all robots you're fighting. You do leg takedowns to some of the robots. Each other. Yeah, but when you do those
2: things. takedowns, mm-hmm. I mean, I, at least I, I was super impressed with how the sprite would fall over and oh, yeah. flip back up and do a kick-up and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I can't describe it well enough, is is what it's coming down to. Like, visually, the physics of that sprite worked within the environment. It wasn't just a throw, and then you saw the same standard, like, going back to Street Fighter. When you'd throw somebody, they would have this snapshot of them, of what they look like when they hit the ground, and then they would just bounce that on the ground. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So they would be frozen and hit the ground and go, oh, and go... Yeah, yeah. This thing flips over its legs go up and over its head the legs hit the ground first then the body and then the head like it's i, I don't know why but to me i was like holy shit that's impressive i'm really like taken back with how uh, much care was put into this why didn't you tighten up the faces of these characters <laughs> <laughs> and it continues with the rest of this level these three bosses that you fight in the final stages Their pixel animation is super impressive. It's some of the best I've ever seen in any arcade game.
1: Mm -hmm. I think because people are going to reach the end. I think if you're like a Street Fighter master, I don't know how much enjoyment you get out of this, maybe one playthrough. But if you're not that fantastic at one-on-one fighters like me... Yeah, um, or me. Yeah, I think that this is great because you get the satisfaction of being able to win, although it's still challenging a bit, and getting to the end. And not having to spend a billion dollars. Right. Very satisfying, enjoying game out of it. Let's talk about the other two bosses, because I love Cosmic Tank.
2: Yeah, right. Well, I'll, well before you fight Cosmic Tank, you fight Robot Ape again. Oh, yeah. Giant robot suit, shaped like a gorilla, piloted by Garuga. Garuga. <laughs> what's cool about him he jumps into the suit and you you saw this with uh, ducker as well you see the guy jump into the suit mm-hmm. but with uh, garuga he will open his cockpit which is the gorilla's head and punch you in the face with his actual fist while holding you with the giant robot's fist something i didn't expect and a lot of care and i want to say a lot of love was put into this game yeah cool mech warrior type of boss you beat him down and then you break into i assume the control deck or the the cockpit of the giant airship and fight cosmic tank go ahead take over for cosmic tank
1: well if you think Anne was beautiful wait till you see this lady (laughs) her name is happy her name is Happy, and I don't know what she's so happy about because she's gonna get beaten. I was really reminded of the Bugaloos, and the Bugaloos was a Sid and Marty Croft thing. Mm-hmm. And whereas most people know Puffin stuff, you know that the Witchy Poo rode Vroom Vroom. Well, in uh, the Bugaloos, the witch on here, which was, was Bugaloos, the hats. No, that would be Hatville. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? That show was called Hatville. Yeah, Hatville. Oh I, think my was, God. I think it was called the, Hatville. Okay. Anyway, I like the one. Hey, you guys. And he's, he's you know, like a bowler with, a, yep, with yep. a cigar. But in Bugaloo's, it was this really annoying uh, English pop band that were bumblebees. And then they had like uh, a Billy Barty type of character in a, in a little bumblebee full costume. Okay. his ass off. It wasn't Billy Barty in that one. He was Sigmund, but he wasn't He wasn't this dude. And then uh, I think it was, uh, oh no, it wasn't Phyllis. It was. I can't remember exactly who it was. It's whoever would work for a bump of cocaine. (laughs) Exactly. So the witch on there rode something. And I'm going to say it was this. So this is like some type of uh, of a a, a semi-circle motorcycle. And Mm -hmm. she rides around and she, we talked about Spider-Man dropping bombs on you. That's sort of what she's like, but not as cheap. And she laughs. It's like the mad scientist in Outfoxies, the guy who's
2: in the wheelchair. Only hers hovers above the uh, land. It doesn't, like, wheel around.
1: But she has just as many peripherals attached to it oh, man. as that guy does. She's got, like, arms that have drills on them. Yep. She's got a claw hand and, like, that. What else was I supposed to say about her? It's the amnesia. You're half in a palace and you're half in the cockpit of this uh, flying mechanical shield carrier, and the engine room is in back of you for some reason. Yeah, and then as you're defeating
2: her, parts of the cosmic tank are breaking off, and she's changing up her patterns, and at the very end, she's pooping bombs at you, yeah. like little walking bombs, yeah. similar to bombs. And that's when it gets very annoying, because you don't want to touch them, and you want to keep attacking her, but you're constantly blowing up, and you're putting more credits in. Right. It does start to get cheap at the end of this game, but considering how far you can get where the game is very fair to you Mm -hmm. at least i felt very fair to you oh yeah this is completely acceptable and even in its cheapest moment you do not care you want to keep playing through i will say this too about the final stage it kind of feels out of place the characters all seem like they're from the same universe but like the settings of that particular set piece being the airship Feels like it was a direct influence of the Final Fantasy movie that came out in the late 90s. I'm not talking about the CGI one. I'm talking about the anime one that came over here and it was split up between two or three VHS tapes. I think the story is supposed to come uh, like after Final Fantasy IV takes place in that universe. But the airship in that movie is very similar to the one in this game. And Mm -hmm. this game came way before that film was put out. And Happy looks very similar in attire to the uh, captain of the space pirates in that movie. I don't know if you're familiar with that anime. But when I played this final stage, I saw a lot of things that seemed like they were ripped off for that film. Possible. Anything's possible. (laughs) Possible. Yeah. I was trying to buy time so you could remember the things you want to talk about Cosmic
1: Tank. Good idea. No, that's all. I, I like her. I think she's uh, cute. I like that she's driving a Cosmic Tank. And I say that because he is Bigfoot. Right. Okay. Yeah, both women, nice and thick. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, I take them both on. Disappoint them both. <sighs> oh, come on. So, yeah, play this game because, play- wow, whoever heard of Monster Maulers, you can maul your monsters
2: just yeah. like it says. I have no improvements for this game aside from the three characters' faces. And, like, that's just nitpicky (laughs) bullshit. But I really... There's just so much craft shown in this game. I don't understand how that passed. I know. Like, well, good enough.
1: I don't know. I don't think it's that bad.
2: (laughs) It's not... It's just... It it doesn't look as good as everything else
1: in this game. Yeah. Yeah, why even have their faces there? just have their (laughs) name... (laughs) So let's hear about these two endings because uh, that's important and then we'll wrap up the show.
2: My understanding is the uh, different ways that you attack the boss can result in visible damage. So I described how the horns would break off of the dragon or you could kick off the centaur's face. So I believe that if you do that to a set metric of bosses throughout your gameplay, you will see the good ending. You get to see the airship go down. Then you go through the different stages. Like It'll show you the credits and you see the different characters kicking the crap out of these bosses again in some sort of sequence. To bring you from beginning to end, so you see, you know, first they're fighting this, the dragon, and then at the end they're ah, fighting. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I thought that was
1: funny. <laughs> the, the, uh, ha, 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 I don't know. Defeating dragon. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where. <laughs> that but was anyway, a you see
2: the credit roll. You see the characters fighting the monsters, is and big and that they, foot. that's a mistake. Okay, <laughs> fuck. Sorry. The protagonist defeating all the different bosses again throughout the stages. And at the very end, you get the characters and the Konami logo. So that's what I saw. Yeah. Evidently, if you don't yeah, do all the, this damage saw. to the villain, yeah. uh, to the different bosses throughout the game, what you see at the end is the world. And then you see Happy and her two uh, henchmen, Mr. Chin and Guraga, mm-hmm. next to her laughing. Like, they're going to come back. Yeah. And they're going to cause more trouble. So that's the bad ending, it I see. I did look this up. Both of these endings do exist. I never saw the bad ending. Me either. Um, so, too good. online as far as what you need to do or what the set metric is to make either happen. But both playthroughs that I did, I saw the good ending or what is considered the good ending. Can you spell stinky at the end of this one? No, you, you don't put your name in at the end.
1: No, that's dumb.
2: There is a score, but you can't put your name in. Nah. So, there's no proof you did it. No. Nah. So I'd recommend this game to people who like brawlers, who aren't very good at fighters like Wiggly and I. Right. And people who do like fighters, because I think that you'll find that this game is deep enough to sink your teeth into. I would definitely return to this game. I don't know why I'm talking to you and fucking Milton and Stinky when I could be playing this game right now. <laughs> Speaking of Milton, how we do today, Milton?
0: Nicely done. My <laughs> okay.
1: That's how we did, I guess. Cool.
0: <laughs>
2: movie taglines. What's your movie tagline for oh, Monster fuck. Mollers? You know
1: what? My amnesia kicked in again. Don't give me that shit. Give me a movie tagline. Uh, let's see. Did you ever have sex with a girl on a cosmic tank? I bet you want to. Uh, what, what do they call that <clears throat> when you do it on a motorcycle? I guess they don't call it anything. Uh, Seriously <coughs> fucking dangerous. <laughs>
2: Riding bareback? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's it. No. Monster maulers. Look at all those monsters. <laughs> that, that you maul. And uh,
2: Milton doesn't like it. That's all I got. All right, I'm going to go with monster maulers. They're not staying down there anymore. I stole that from Chud. I don't know what that means. Cannibalistic humanoid underground
1: dwellers? Oh,
0: yes! I forgot...
1: <laughs> Man, I got. I was, I was thinking of Critters. Uh, a critter, <laughs> critters 4. Hey, did okay. you know there was four Tremors? I did know that. Good Christ. Why? Oh, my God. The first Tremors was
2: Critters good. I liked. You like right? Critters? Yeah, when they all make that big ball and they're rolling down the
1: street, that was awesome. But I think that my favorite part is when they're in the
2: toilet. <laughs> that is my favorite part, too. Now here's T.T. Schmookins with next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine's Arcade Weekly Audio Clue. We
0: shall see. Hello, I am T.T. Schmookins. Here is next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, dudes.
2: That was a great clue. Hey, everybody, remember... Yeah. Share this show with a friend. Like, comment, subscribe. Leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get
1: our podcast. We appreciate it. Remember, Milton is the game that talks to you, and uh, (laughs) he's always the life of the party, and he definitely was the life of all the shows that he's been on so far.
2: Is Milton going to have a Twitter account that we can follow? No. All right, well, you can follow us at WeTalkGames or on Facebook, WTG Podcast.
1: What's your clue for next week's show? My clue's going to be Hey, Chris Hardwick, you finally get your wish. <laughs> Chicken, fight like a robot. <laughs> beep, beep, bloop, bloop. And what's Bigfoot's clue? The local tumble. I, guess I don't think that did give it away. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. I hope that you like us, even with amnesia and that it wasn't too shitty, but I ramped up at the end. I like that. Uh, don't be a jerk all the time. And I hope that you like us again, and bye-bye.
3: I feel so sad, I need a little steamy on my floor, maybe I can fix things up so they'll go, what's the matter hard papa, come on and save your mama's soul, cause I need a little sugar in my bowl. In my bowl.